an old friend and uh, one of my favorite filmmakers, Imtiaz Ali, is here. Hi, I hope the family and you are safe and healthy and you've got both your vaccines, Imtiaz. Yes, I did actually. And uh, in between, the government increased to 84 days of waiting. So I was like, yeah, but I got it done. And I also want to say that I am among those people that are actually trying to be safe and taking the measures that are needed to not get infected themselves and infect others, therefore. So long live people like me. Yeah, and I'd like to add myself to that list because I had the option because um, you would not have said no to me to come over to your office and do this face-to-face. But I said, you know, let a few more days go by, you know, not because of you and me, but because there might be some other people in your office, you know, I don't know about comfort levels. So this is the first time we're doing something like this. (laughs) There's always a first. (laughs) Otherwise, (laughs) there's always, you know, in your office or somewhere, chilling out, chatting, catching up. Yeah. So listen, this is... uh, this is exciting. You are the brand ambassador for the Russian Film Festival. For those of you who don't know, this continues on till the 27th of November on Disney Plus Hotstar. And you can see the best Russian films of recent years. Now, is this a recent passion or have you been uh, catching up with Russian cinema over the years? I've been besotted with Russia forever, with uh, the erstwhile USSR and now Russia for a very long time. And I believe that it's a very beautiful country wonderful people, the most beautiful women, for instance, great literature. It is also said that Russians are the only people that understand poetry in this world. No doubt it was written by a Russian, this quote, but <laughs> that's also um, that's also a huge thing. Well, the first time I ever visited abroad was also Russia. Uh, part of my, some people in my family were also um, a little left-leaning when it all began. So I had uh, Russian publication fairy tale books in my childhood, etc. But it gave me a chance of recognizing and seeing uh, Russia, the Russian people and culture, and also their great love for cinema. So when I first went there, and after that, I've been there several times, I really warmed up to them, seeing how warm and open they were, to me, especially because I I was a filmmaker. And then no wonder that we hear these like massive stories of the love they have given to Raj Kapoor and to Mithunda and to various other people, including Shah Rukh and many others. You know, so I, I, it's it's very heartwarming the way they watch a film. So I was also invited to a film festival there, uh, where one of my films was being played. You know, they were playing Rockstar in a theater, and I wished that the whole world was Russian because they loved the film so passionately. So I have also been in the know of the very old film industry, very old and extremely prolific and influential film industry that Russia has had. And uh, we have always spoken in textbooks about the Tarkovskys and the various filmmakers. Battleship Potemkin is is one of the classics of the classics that everybody uh, is asked to watch. So they've ha- they have a huge legacy of cinema. And I thought that it's, it's going to be awesome if I could somehow connect Indian movies to Russia and Russian movies to India. So the moment they called upon me, I was only too eager. Yeah, you know, you, you meet Russian tourists uh, somewhere in the UK while you're on a tourist walk and things like that. And when you say you're from India, there'll always be a Juta Jabani or something that comes up. It's and true. I remember when, when uh, you know, I had this huge fetish for mainstream kitschy commercial cinema, <laughs> watching Ajuba. And Ajuba was actually an Indian-Russian uh, collaboration. 
which yes. Mr. Shashi Kapoor and Mr. Amitabh Bachchan had done. And right. it was shot with you know, those beautiful minarets in various parts of the USSR. So, you know, some abiding memories come back from my childhood. So I see that this selection is, is quite prolific. It includes musical romance uh, genre films. It includes sports dramas. We're talking historical dramas and also, uh, you know, characters from great Russian writers like Leo Tolstoy, you know, th- them being used as, as inspiration to create movies. Uh, in the lineup, is there any, are there any films that you would recommend? Well, I uh, saw Ice to begin with because it's, it's a sports movie, but at the same time, a musical uh, drama. And they've uh, used music very interestingly. It's, you'd have to see how they have. It's almost like Hindi films that they have used songs, but in a very creative way. But it's also an extremely easy to watch. It's called commercial film. Uh, and there are two parts to it and both parts exist. So people who like figure skating should definitely catch up on ice. There is also Dr. Lisa, which I think is a like a doctor's clinic and this person. It's an interesting look at life and it's an easy watch. I have been told, I've not seen, that a movie called uh, Jet Lag is very interesting. And it's, it's also, I'm going to watch it perhaps tonight. It's very contemporary. It's like world cinema. You see Berlin in it and you see, I think... Uh, Southeast Asian country as well with lovers in different places and talking through social media. Very contemporary, very hip. And uh, there is also uh, a movie called The Simple Man of Something, which um, seems like a great like uh, look at life. But again, easy watching. I feel, uh, actually, I feel tempted to all the films that are placed over there. Also, the, the Tolstoy film that you were mentioning, because it would be a great revelation of uh, the man himself. Um, but I would definitely recommend everybody to go and select any movie that they like, because, you know, once you see the trailers, which are all available for these films, you will decide which one to watch. And uh, I would like everyone, I would like to encourage everybody through, through you and this interview as well to go and look for these movies and watch them and introduce yourselves to Russian cinema. Just to give you guys a heads up, uh, this festival was launched in 2020 and has already been successfully held in 14 countries with more than 200,000 viewers. Right now, there's a catalogue of 10 films and all of them have English subtitles. So there's never going to be a problem uh, with uh, understanding. And these films that Imtiaz has just talked about, which is Ice, and, uh, a Jet Lag. There's another one called A Man from Podolsk. And of course, Dr. Lisa, which is a biographical drama. All of them are available uh, for you guys to watch. The This festival is organized by Roskino, which... Uh, is with the support of the Ministry of Culture of the Russian Federation, the Cinema Fund. So lots of people who have come together. And your interaction with you know with people from Roskino, which is a state uh, organization created to represent Russian audiovisual content, and your interaction with with Russian filmmakers. How has that been? So chiefly, it's uh, it all started off uh, through Sarfaraz and his brother Shabaz, who have lived most of their lives in Russia. And uh, so Sarfaraz is also, I think, uh, involved with this festival. And it is through him that I got introduced to the uh, Roskino company. And uh, so when I had gone there for the festival of India that they they had in Russia, I had met uh, many of these uh, gentlemen and ladies. I had also visited the, um, the, the extremely delightful studios that they, the old-fashioned big studios in Moscow with them. 
so it has been always very interesting and i look forward to more and more on this you know in in terms of of watching international cinema and watching regional cinema this is such an interesting wave isn't it uh, where we're not constricted by language or anything and that's something that even though i'm a lover of single screen cinema and multiplexes you can't take away from ott platforms what they've done to internationalizing you know content uh, where you know bo- boundaries and borders are just figurative has your viewership of of foreign cinema and regional cinema in india gone up post the ott boom i'm not saying you didn't go to the sarvodayas of the world back in the day and buy your dvds and cds and things like that but i'm just saying has that gone up your personal consumption now it has almost come to a point that i only watch subtitled stuff <laughs> and i didn't even realize that my tv sound system is not so good anymore i have always loved foreign language content honestly because it brings me to a place where i have not been many times and uh, it gives me ideas that are so cultural i love the aspect of culture and and travel in cinema anyway i'd uh, i always try to watch a film which takes me to a place where i have not been or perhaps not even likely to go uh, but yes i have uh, been watching language cinema all the all these years but during the lockdown because of this you know it's almost like you've been arrested with the only the only departure being the uh, the digital medium i have started to see languages uh, language stuff even more on the ott almost everything that i watch is is language and so and i think that's been the case with everybody you know earlier if you would say that uh, why don't you watch uh, this show and it is a very nice crime drama based in iceland people would say we don't know language we don't want to watch but now nobody says that anybody watches any cinema and this i think had happened in all other western countries before us where suddenly you know japan was watching spanish content a lot and you know somebody some people believe that actually uh, narcos was discovered by japanese viewers etc so these kind of cross cultural uh, exchanges are extremely good for filmmakers you know because they ultimately uh, go get the chance of making what exactly they want and uh, the world would be then there to watch your uh, content not only people that speak your particular language That's i think it's very well said yeah and and look at this sometimes the and what happened in the lockdown is that the most Uh, for the longest time actually the most uh, uh, consumed content was language was not english was spanish yeah. korean maybe now so it's like these language boundaries are really not there anymore you know i see the i see the evolution in music k pop or korean pop has become so massive that bts which is the biggest korean pop band now has branches of their fan association in india which is the bts army and there are lakhs and lakhs of kids out there you know what totally language agnostic and now yeah. mainstream bands like coldplay are collaborating with bts because they've just become so huge and they're just a bunch of boys who came out of saul in south korea amazing so my niece rishi who lived in jamshedpur all her life is at this present moment sitting in seoul and she's doing a course in managing bands like bts of oh. kpop she knows the language she knows the culture she knows everything sitting in jamshedpur i mean things have really changed lovely so imtiaz was referring to sarfraz alam sarfraz is the festival director of the russian film festival and uh, obviously somebody who is the key to bringing films from russia regularly to india with the, uh, with this festival in the future go and catch it 
It's on Disney Plus Hotstar. So I can't wrap this up without asking you what's happening in your professional life. So are you still writing? I follow you on Instagram. You've been doing some very interesting stuff with just, you know, shooting off the fly on, on a phone. Yeah. <laughs> it's always nice to experiment. But what's happening in, in the life and times of Imtiaz Ali? Well, what's happening is that the lockdown, I think, uh, gave me the chance of looking at my own stuff which had been put uh, in the side burners for a long time. And I have chosen, you know, I feel like I have got stories again. It's like all of these things that were being ignored for the last many, many years. I had the chance of working on each and every story and putting aside the ones that I don't want to make now and collecting the ones that I now desperately want to make. So I'm actually feeling like a, this adrenaline buzzed teenager wanting to make these all these films i want to make all of them so i'm really bursting on the seams with to go and start shooting i am a big theater guy as a viewer for for sure at the like a big screen guy but uh, now the digital world also gives me the chance of making almost like anything which suitable not trying to fit it into the wrong uh, bracket etc so very exciting time for me yeah. and uh, there's one particular film that i'm for my directorial thing taking forward and hopefully very soon i'll be on the set with it my last question is about diwali we're just around the corner you know you you belong to such a secular family how was diwali normally separate uh, celebrated uh, with the Ali's and how is it going to be celebrated this year? I'm sure it's muted this year because we're just coming out of a pandemic, but how are the Diwali celebrations normally? Is it just uh, food? Or is it some crackers, diyas, puljadis, cards? I don't know. Tell me. So for me, growing up, uh, the first things were the, the gharonda, the making of the gharondas, the competition of the gharondas and all of that. I used to suck at it in my house. The gharondas were always very bad, like me and my brother, etc. We'd never win. But uh, that and the decoration of that. But I love the the firecrackers. I love the sound, like high sound explosives, etc. When I was young, and then I saw the fact that it's not so good actually for the environment, and I've kind of gone away from there completely. And that's what I encourage. I think it should be about food. I think it. I, I don't understand gambling too much. I get bored very soon. So I know all my friends play, but I don't feel like playing usually some for some time I'm the bank or something in a game <laughs> but it's a chance to to actually you know I feel that it's it's a time when the light comes in and um, so it's a chance to get everything afresh like new and and meet people and hang out with the ones that you want to and have time and not be in the rush so it's a it's a very exciting day for all of us lovely imtiaz thanks so much for your time and uh, everybody is watching and listening go catch that russian film festival cheers buddy thanks rishi